welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald's Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson, and I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, what's going on? Uh, I don't know. Quiet, a little quiet, right? I mean, that's the <laughs> holiday's over. Obviously, transfer stuff will ramp up again, but uh, it's been a quiet couple of weeks on the It's, on, it's in been Miami quiet. World. There's, it, it has been... It's been nice and quiet, yeah, and it will start ramping up. Uh, we have we have a few things to talk about today, though. Yeah, really fun college football uh, weekend. Like one of the most fun oh, college yeah. football weekends I ever remember. Um, obviously, great was, well, maybe, yeah. we'll, we'll, maybe we'll talk a little playoff championship preview at the end. But um, I mean, the Michigan TCU game is, was ridiculous. Obviously, Ohio State. The, the fact that that kick went up like as, right at midnight in the Ohio State game. Oh, I know, was incredible. Oh, and then um, got got a shout out to Tulane Green Wave. My cousin went to Tulane. I was he was at the game, uh, so I was rooting hard for them against USC. Oh, how and, cool! And they had. I mean, that's one of the most improbable. You know, that's up there with the Boise game, right? The hook and ladder, uh, their Fiesta Bowl upset. Um, that ending of yeah. that one was was insane. Also. Yeah, um, some really good games, man. Yeah, really good. Um, unfortunately, Miami is not playing in any bowl games. Uh, the big story for them is how they're going to try to get back there, and it's been all recruiting. Um, mm-hmm. you know, not a ton of news in the recruiting world over the last, uh, at least not Miami related. Obviously, Under Armour game was on Tuesday. There were a couple commitments there, although nothing, um, Miami related. Um, a couple Hurricanes played in that game. Though a couple of future hurricanes, I should say, um, Ruben Bain um, and Robert Stafford, two guys who we know are going to be future hurricanes, already signed. Ruben will be on campus um, in like less than two weeks when the the early guys get in. I think January seventeenth, whatever that Monday is. is that's, uh, I think Tuesday, that's sorry, because Monday is uh, MLK Day that week, so exactly. it's the seventeenth is the first day of classes. So we'll have a bunch of guys getting in then. Uh, and then one maybe future hurricane was also in the game. Uh, that is Cormani McLean. Um, that is where we will start today. Cormani McLean, five-star cornerback, number two player in the country, regardless of position, according to 24-7's composite rankings. Um, remains committed to Miami. We've obviously talked a lot about him over the last couple of weeks. Did not sign, though, on during the three-day early signing period last month. Um Showed up at the under. I think when we talked last week, it was maybe they just had the check-in day up there in Orlando, um, mm-hmm. and Cormani showed up, decked out in all the Miami stuff. Um, did not really. So he did one formal interview, I guess, and that was the the big piece of news coming out of of Under Armour. He did a couple, you know, like people talk to him and you know, all kind of on background, I guess, like not quoting him, but getting you know, just the latest. Uh, but he does go no. on ESPN during the game, ESPN two during the game um gets asked about where things are at with him um he says he's planning on signing on january 15th um not exactly sure whatever that what means. means by that um, yeah we did say you know i we did mention a couple of weeks ago that if he does early enroll he doesn't really need to sign um and january 15th would line up with when a lot of schools start their spring semesters including as we mentioned miami is the 17th um although 24 7 reported that cormani is no longer planning to early enroll so who knows what he means by that? Um, they asked who's in the running. He said Miami. Um, after a very long pause, said Miami, and then with that's a big all. smile, yeah, Didn't big smile, shaking his head. Um, 
And then I asked, is that all or anyone else? And he said, yeah, that's all, basically. So yeah. uh, hardly he, exactly what he means. Um, he, no, no that's when it's a smile, right? That was, yeah. is that all? The, the whole thing, he was smile. kind of laughing through it. Um, yeah, but he. Hard, hard to glean exactly what's going on there. Um, I think it's it's hard to feel like, I mean, Miami, the fact that he's still committed, I guess, like. I don't know. I think it's the whole but, thing. I, I think, I, I think it's hard to feel good about Miami's show. chances to close the deal here, given. given I, I don't think it's trended. Yeah, it seems like a big show to me. It seems yeah. like it's going to be one of those. One of those. I'm just guess. I have. I mean, I have no idea, but I definitely could see Deion Sanders. Because I, 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 I don't know anything, but I mean, I could see it being a big, ha ha, plan to say, yeah, Miami. Wink, wink, laughing. Yeah, the same thing that happened. And, Obviously, and, a lot of people have compared it to the Travis Hunter situation from last year yeah. when Florida State was the loser. But Travis Hunter, night. but tra- Travis Hunter really surprised everybody. Yes, that was a shock. Well, it was the first one, right? It was the first Dion splash, right? Um, but this would not. This is and the I, other thing with Travis I, Hunter I, is I, it was I, over by the first day of the early signing period. He flipped on whatever December seventeenth or whatever it was that year. Right. It was over. Um, you know, but Cormani, I, David, yeah. I have to assume Cormani is torn, right? Or, you know, if he knew it was going to be Jackson State or Alabama or something, it would have been done on December 20th. Um, or something. I don't know if he's torn or what. Or I, was I, torn. I, was torn during the early early period. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so, too. are actually at now. Yeah, I, I don't know. My gut says that he, uh, my gut says he doesn't go to Miami. But we'll see. I, I Because it's too weird. I, I unless it really is academic and for whatever reason, you know. Yeah, that's putting a hold I, up on it. Yeah, it's 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 you know Miami. Well, so two two th- two things I want to say on this. One is just Miami has not been involved in recruiting drama like this in a long time. Um, I I mean you not since I've been around have they had been in a recruitment like this, and obviously this is getting up there with like some of the strangest ones. Ever. I've seen some good but, ones with yeah, others. there have been some weird ones, uh, obviously in your time. We just haven't seen this in a long time. Um, right. And to go with that, my other point is it kind of is gonna go with the it's the price of business a little bit if you're in the five star game like Mario's going to be, right? Um there's gonna be there's right. gonna be years where you're fighting to the death to hold on to a top ten recruit. Um, you know, Especially sometimes it's, sometimes it's smooth, like like right. There was no drama with Francis no. Mayangoa. Um, right. Samson Okanlola committed late, so it was a little bit of a different situation. Um, but you know, Mario's old school Oregon. They were in that Peyton Bowen deal where he flipped twice in two days during the early signing period. So like, it's 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 a little bit the price of business, uh, price of doing business when you're in literally, the our game. Literally, the price of doing yeah. business. Yeah, I mean now yeah, with the NIL, the obviously, NIL. literally, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, agree with you. It's a different world, but yeah. mothers are always interesting parts of this. Yeah. I mean, there have been, was it in Miami? Who was it that were the, I can't, I think it was the running back. And I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get the stage. name wrong. Alex Collins, was... Alex Collins, I think. Yes, right? that's it. He went to Arkansas and played for the Ravens. His, yeah. His mother, ran, what did she do? I think she ran onto the state. I, she, she ran, was, she wouldn't send his. If I'm, I, I should pull this up. I don't want to slam. Oh, yeah, she wouldn't sign. I'm, I'm the sign one who wrote yeah. 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 So there have been some, there have been some crazy ones. Um, 
But yeah, uh, this one is is getting Let up me there. Know obviously, if you get it. I I got it. I got it. I got to look too. Uh, it's, this is this is getting up there <laughs> with some of look. the crazy ones. Um, and it's, I mean, it's especially crazy because as we talked about, like Cormani, given their needs at corner and the value of that position right now, right, uh, it's one of the biggest additions they have coming in. It was, I mean, when he picked Miami over Florida, that alone was like a a big deal. It shocked everyone, and you know, got Miami a, a huge statement win yeah, on the good. recruiting trail um you know i think that momentum even if miami doesn't sign him probably helped right like you know i recruit we talk about all the time that momentum in recruiting helps like oh, oh, oh. people see yeah. he commits and and it looks like miami's doing well i think yeah it's ultimately agree. good for miami that that happened now um but yeah, yeah it's, it's because... definitely a crazy situation here and he's got four official visits left he can use in these next few yeah, weeks cause... um and you know, Miami, he already took his official visit to Miami, so they're going to have to work really hard, I think, to keep him from going to Jackson or uh, Colorado. If the Dion stuff is true, Alabama almost certainly will be in there. We'll see if Florida gets back in. I think, you know, they were obviously the top contender uh, back when he committed. Um, but I, I think a lot of people in Florida have said they're not really in on him anymore. So it'll be really interesting. I mean, it's going to be the biggest story to follow here in the next month until signing day for Miami. Yeah. Um Everything you're saying is true. There's going to be I don't I don't know how many how many um, high school kids are going to even get. Yeah, I mean I'm looking at you know looking at the list. There's you know there, there's him. There's Nicholas Harbor is a five star athlete from DC. They they're trying to get who's like you know freak freak like built like a defensive end and like runs the 100 dash like an Olympian. Um, you know it's going to be a long shot for them to get in there. Um, I know yes. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I, I know Chamberlain Campbell, who was like a pretty interesting defensive end from from Lakewood. I talked to him uh, when they played Central Miami Central in the playoffs, um, who, you know, just playing his first year of football. So he's a little, not, you know, I think he's unranked, but an interesting prospect who was waiting because his recruitment was kind of blowing up. So there'll, there'll be a handful. But yeah, I mean, they, what do they have? 24 kids, 25 kids signed now. Um, not a lot of. Not a lot of uh, room left to add more guys, no matter what. Obviously, as we said, the count you have, you have infinite counters this year, but you're not right. you you don't want to take a 35 player class, and you know, you still want to have somewhere in that 25 range. So yeah, there's not there's not much more going to happen between now and signing day. I don't think. Agree. They might get some transfers. Yeah, definitely transfers. That'll be obviously the news coming the rest of the day, next the rest of this month, and and there'll be a visit here and there, and and Cormani stuff. That'll, that'll be the, those will be the big stories as we uh, go towards signing day, which is on the first February 1st this year. Um, mentioned a couple other Miami commits were in the um, Under Armour game. I'll say I wasn't up there for practice all week. I, I came back from Dolphins, then went up there the next day. Um, Robert Stafford, by all accounts, you know, kind of an up and not, he's still learning that position, kind of an up and down week for him. Um, cornerback who was mostly a wide receiver. Uh, but Ruben Bain kind of unsurprisingly was, I guess, awesome all week and was good in the game, batted down a pass at the line of scrimmage, um, had a couple tackles, uh, including like one stuff for no gain on a run. Um, he's, I mean, checking all, he, he obviously checked off all the boxes pretty much every step of the way. And another, another series of, of boxes he checked off here. Uh, interesting, I, he was lining up a lot as a defensive tackle, which he's always kind of been insistent that he's a oh, defensive, that's interesting. 
But um, right. you know what? Miami's going to have a lot more need for defensive tackles this year, it seems like, than defensive ends. Oh, yeah. So um, I wonder if he'll see that that's the way to get on the field as a freshman because um, I think he's got really, really high upside there. Yeah, I, I just want him to stay healthy. Yeah, well, all these guys. Well, he's coming <laughs> off. I mean, I, I, I wrote it in my story yeah. about him before signing day. Um, it was like kind of forgotten that he like tore some ligaments in his knee in the state championship last year. Yikes. Like didn't miss a beat at all. Like came back and, um, you know, I remember his coach, Jube Joseph was just like, he's a freak of nature. Like he's so obviously some injury history there, but for the most. You can't use the word freak anymore, David. I know, I I know. It's overused. overused. No more. But Nicholas Harbour is a freak. I will say that. Um, yeah, I'm sure a, he is a giant who can run like that. Like that's that's a freak that's of nature. Cool. Okay, other piece of news for Miami this week: um, a new practice facility or a new football facility. Um, right. Obviously, the IPF is only a couple of years old, but we knew when that Mario Cristobal was coming and Dan Radakovich was hired that there was more coming. Um, they promised that pretty early on. Mario, I mean, has pretty much said he wouldn't be coming to Miami if there was not that kind of commitment to um, bigger, better facilities. Um, Susan, you wrote the story um, and uh, yeah, you know, listened I'm... to Dan Radakovich on, on the radio the other day, too, talking about uh, a whole litany of different topics. Um, what what stands out most to you about this facility? Well, it's it's pretty cool because it's seven stories. And you know they don't they don't have a lot of room. That's always been the right. Problem. That's always been the problem. On campus, yeah. There's just no room. And uh, what was cool about this is that they they built they built it up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, and even Dan was saying that um, it's it's kind of neat because that they can like on the seventh floor you can apparently you go up and you can see the whole, all, you know, the skyline of Miami, you see the whole campus mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's, it's just all in one. Everything's in there. It's attached. It's cool that it's attached to the, uh, the indoor practice facility. Yep. It's going to kind of, I think it's going to spit, it's going to be like a bridge. It's going to br- go over water or something. It's um, everything's in it. David from uh, yeah. I, I I'm looking I like the the highlights well it, the, the 7th floor is the thing I was just telling you about look I'm reading my story here um uh let's see here whoops I got to get to the jump sorry guys um 17 17 uh oh <laughs> wait a second yeah that's right 7500 square okay. foot rooftop yeah. terrace yeah, with the views of the campus. I think that's neat. With well, the, yeah, they, they always like to do, like, their recruiting barbecue. I don't know. I can't remember exactly oh, where having, they do them. But remember, they always ha- do them on, like, a rooftop balcony. Or oh, t- oh, balcony oh, all right. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Digital Media Lab, name, image, and likeness suite, and multi-purpose gym on the top floor, right? Uh-huh. And then they're going to have all their, their uh, tr- uh, athletic training and medical, like, sports medicine stuff. Um hydrotherapy recovery spas saltwater float tanks all that stuff red yeah. light therapy whatever that is meditation room we could use that after our you know yeah seriously and uh, a relaxation lounge and then they're going to have a team meeting rooms up there but it's 
And then Fourth Horse has a primary recruiting lounge and recruiting reception area. And I think they're going to have um, like some area that it shows, oh, here, 360 degree digital experience experience showing the past and present of Hurricanes football. I think they'll, you know, it's, it's kind of neat. They'll show that to all the recruits. Um, and, you know, nutrition, they're going to have their whole nutritional center there. Mm-hmm. And it'll be nice. I think it'll be really nice. Um, it's got to be more than a hundred million. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an economist. Yeah, I'm, ba- I'm really bad with money. Well, it's going to be more than a hundred million. Yeah, it's going to be. It'll well, first of all, prices it always be, ends up being more expensive than you think. It always Florida, goes up, especially it ends up being more than you think and longer than and, you think. And they haven't started the campaign to 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 raise the money. Yeah, so, so we're we're a pretty far away, long way away from this. But there, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, so it's it's interesting because one, you know, Mario like in the way that he's trying to instill this like old school attitude at the program. He like he has to think like this is kind of goofy, right? Like that's just his personality. But at the same time, he knows how valuable it is in recruiting. And I remember last year when I I wrote a story oh, um, talking to a bunch of local coaches about uh, like all, local high school coaches, all of them anonymously, just like the state of recruiting with the big three in Florida, and um, with Miami, the two things that they said needed to change for Miami to recruit better. One was to win. Um, but the other one was facilities. All of them talked about just compared to um, right. Florida and even Florida State, the facilities were, you know, because it's a small, like you said, it's a small campus, it's a smaller private school. Obviously, the, you know, I don't think the football facility, the football field not being on campus is a, that big of a deal. But a lot of schools have their football facilities attached to their stadiums and it makes right. these like cool, like True. visuals and really cohesive. True thing um i think so i think it is a it's a a big deal it you know facilities is not the most important thing in college football anymore now nil probably is in terms of like recruiting and building your program but it's still it's still a big deal um you know i don't think you need to have like the spaceship looking thing like they have at oregon or alabama or texas a&m to compete but you need to be you need to be in a position where those schools can't say Aren't those guys facilities kind of crappy. Like you need to avoid the negative recruiting and that, you know, this will definitely do that. And, um, you know, we talk about the arms race of this and, you know, as soon as they get done with this, they're going to be talking about ways to upgrade it. So, uh, yeah, exactly. we don't know when it, right. And we don't know when it's going to be built or whatever, but okay. It's some, it's something that's definitely, it's a big deal, you know, whenever it happens. Yeah. It is a it is a very big deal. Uh, yes. My one other question is there are going to be seven floors. Does that mean there's going to be a seventh floor crew? Uh, did you have people write that to you already? No, did people is say that, that to you? That's yeah, amazing. yeah, I've already had somebody wrote to me and said, I think we should name it seventh floor crew. The people who work on the seventh floor. Yeah, the people who work on the seventh floor and you be the seventh floor crew. I didn't write that. I only if you hear only if we play the music in the background, really like Muzak. <laughs> and that's the Muzak you hear in the background. Oh boy. Yeah. Um yeah. So and I've also had a couple of people write to me today, which I couldn't really figure out because I saying, <laughs> can you tell? I just had a woman, I just wrote back to a woman who said, My husband and I read your story, and um, can you tell us where the <laughs> Where the new you went about the new UM stadium, football stadium. Where is that going to be located? You never put the address. And I'm thinking, did I ever write anything about a stadium? No. Anyway, 
I, yeah, I think like, as, Dan, as Dan Radakovich has said, anytime it comes up, stadium is not anywhere near the top of their list of things they're worried about right now. Um, no, this is, no. and I think, honestly, I think this is a much bigger deal than a potential. Um, well, you know, because, because an on-campus stadium is impossible, a more right. convenient, I'm putting that in giant scare quotes. It definitely um, is now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stadium, so yeah, the, the facilities are a big deal. Um, but it is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we wrap up really quickly? Uh, national championship. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah, I, I am excited. I really you think am. TCU I, can, make it a, can make it a game. Why not? They, why it's not? kind of been their MO why, all why year. Is like they're the team that's like they win in weird ways. So yeah, I mean, what? what yeah, I, I, I mean, why? Why? How could somebody argue there's no way they're going to win? I, I mean, George is really good, I, but I, uh, I don't know. I thought, I mean, yeah, George is really good, but uh, Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, they're good too. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I that know. first that that game. You know, if you play that, well, I, I think the the criticism of TCU would be if you play that Michigan game a hundred times, they probably. That's not the outcome very often is a win like that where, you know, a yeah, couple of defensive they, touch, a bunch of takeaways, defensive touchdowns, um, but they, they goal they, line they, stops, but that's what they do. They play one um, game. That's, that's what it is. You play yeah. the game and that, I don't know. I, it was like that game to me was amazing. I never thought my, yeah. My, well, it was interesting because TCU, it felt like could not like, I know this is crazy to say about a team that scored. 40, but I don't remember what the final score was, 40 plus points, but it felt like they couldn't sustain drives, but they were just getting, you know, they had the long, the Quentin Johnson touchdown on that swing or drag route screen pass was Uh incredible. Like they just could pull one of those out every once in a while. And obviously Max Duggan is, um, yeah, he's not the most talented quarterback in the world. He's not going to be a first round pick or anything like that, but he's, uh, I mean, he just he just makes the plays. He's he's gritty. It's kind of the grit off with him and Stetson Bennett, right? You know, those those two guys might never start an NFL game, neither of them. But um, they were Heisman finalists because they're just like they make the play when they need it. And the Stetson Bennett was really Stetson. bad for a lot of that game on New Year's right. Eve. Um, but in the fourth quarter, he was lights out. I I did my story on Stetson Bennett last year when he was in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, and he was great. You know the the. Yeah, just, yeah, the former walk-on. It's a, it's a great story, and well, actually, the yeah. Max Duggan story is great too. Where they at the start of the year, he wasn't even the. I think they were splitting reps at quarterback. Um, you know, he didn't win that job out of camp, and winds up being a Heisman finalist. Yeah, um, I that I can't I can't even imagine that the uh, championship could be half as good as as the semifinals. Yeah, right. I mean, that's the other thing I'm worried about. Is like, did we? Do we? We burn our our good games in the semifinals. yeah. It's like the it's like Super Bowls, you know. Yeah. I yeah. I, hey, the NFL games have been really good too. At yeah. least I, this season, Unless right? You're a Dolphins fan. Yeah, well, the Dolphins. As my husband, I'm not even going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it about the Dolphins. It's just. Yeah, I've watched the Dolphins because I've been able to watch the Dolphins the last few weeks or right. whatever, however, you know, and um, yeah, it's like I told I told you I knew Tua was going to throw that 
whatever yeah. it was, perception. I knew whatever. I knew Teddy Bridgewater or whatever was going to throw an interception. I just, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Sorry, Jackson theory. <laughs> or jinxed or whatever. Um, last one, you were at the Orange Bowl. We recorded that was right after we recorded last week. Um, any any big takeaways from that? We, another really weird game where Clemson got uh into like the red zone like 40 times and just oh my kicking God. missing field goals. Incredible. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, I 10 times they got I know I tweeted out at some point that like eight, I think eight of their yeah. first 10 drives they got inside the 35 yard line. Yeah, I wasn't at was, the game. I was just baffled by what was 35. Yeah, I and then I think it was 10 they 10 times they only scored one touchdown I think out of time, yeah. 10 times being within the 30 or 35 and um yeah it was just um yeah it was crazy actually yeah. now that I think about it um but Clemson's in an interesting and, spot. And, I'll be very interested to see what they look like next year with Cade. You know, Cade was kind of rocky in that game, but I still like him a lot. He was. He, he was a freshman. He yeah. I, I, he was a freshman, but I, I like him too. And Dabo, of course, got ticked off when somebody, of course, was perfect because somebody said, uh, you know, you're slipping. Yeah. You know, uh, are you guys slipping? Everybody says you're slipping, whatever. Uh, and He's like, well, what were they? Eleven and like eleven and two, eleven and three, whatever they're. Re- he yeah. said we've been. They've had great records, and uh, I don't know. Are they slipping? I don't know. Depends on Kate. I think Kate's really good. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The the Clemson dynasty has been a dynasty when they've had Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, and it's been, yeah. you know, lesser when it's been DJ Uyunglele or. Kelly Bryant or um you know even before the whole run started like Taj Boyd was very good but he was not Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson so um right a lot of what they do depends on on Cade um so be interesting the ACC will be interesting next year that the the, as always the Atlantic seems like it's going to be more interesting well I guess there's no divisions anymore sorry um no no I think it's going to be really kind of cool I love that there's just one yeah uh division that's it yep right there's no atlantic no coastal bye-bye coastal just one and the top two teams with the top two winning percentages play each other that's so much better don't you yeah. think yep um and you know especially you know Clemson's almost certainly gonna be the highest ranked team coming into the season in the acc like they always are uh but florida state is getting a lot of hype too and um they yeah really florida state bowl game and I- understandably um, by the way i yeah, think i mean they deserve it like the, the way they played this year and the way they played in their bowl game especially um i don't think miami will they're not going to get the benefit of the doubt next year no way think. they're not like, getting they, like they often do but um, yeah I don't, I don't think they are next year at the start of the year um so it'll be um you know the acc is gonna be interesting and uh miami's gonna it's gonna be competitive so uh, we can wrap things up there. Um, thanks as always for listening. And UNC didn't even mention UNC. Drake May is coming back. There's another another team that should be feisty because UNC always is. Um, right, anyway. right. And by the way, I I did want to mention that um, uh, Paul Damari died. Oh was, right. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was 81, and he had um, uh, how do you say it? ALS. Yeah, ALS. 
ALS. He had Lou Gehrig's disease. And the poor guy had, I mean, the guy was, he was a stellar human being, a really, really good. He was a uh, trustee at Miami. Um, Obviously the the father of uh, Miami baseball coach, Gino Damari. Yeah. I I mean, just a very smart man, a great businessman, but a, a philanthropist who gave so much to the, everything in this community in in miami and sports um sports i mean the guy was totally on top of it i mean he was he he gave a he gave a lot of uh he was a major donor for a lot of good mm-hmm. things including um sports but a lot more even important things in my yeah, I, I gotta say i just typed his name into google and the first headline that comes up is tomato industry icon paul damare um, and that's a great way to be described as tomato industry icon. Uh, also in the Florida Agricultural Hall of Fame, which I wasn't even aware yeah, was a thing. Florida Ag- yeah, his company became the number one seller yeah. of fresh market tomatoes and uh, gave so known much as money. Mr. Tomato. Mr. Tomato gave, gave a lot of money to to uh, Miller School of Medicine and I mean, major yeah. Yeah, things. Then, right, not just, as you said, not just sports, they, an important person at the entire university. And everything. Yeah, everything. They, they, yeah. So, um, yeah, he's, he's, and he's, and he'll, his memory will definitely live on because he's has had all these dreams that are going to, that are going to come to fruition, I think. So mm-hmm. he's trying to get, get all these famous people together together to try to cure incurable diseases like right. ALS and Parkinson's and stuff. So um, anyway, he was a great man. He did a lot for UM sports and, uh, and I like Gino and um, you know, baseball's coming up. I know. So, I saw anyway. some, some ranking stuff, some all American stuff. Well, we'll maybe we'll get into that next week. Um, I guess we'll probably come back one with with another episode obviously no we'll probably take some time off at some point before signing day we just keep saying that i know but news <laughs> keeps happening they'll get some transfers so we'll we'll plan to be back next week um i think that's a great note to end it on uh you can follow susan on twitter at s miller degnan follow me on twitter at db wilson too be sure to subscribe to the herald sports podcast feed if that's not how you're listening to this right now where we've got all of our shows um and it's that time of the year when all the sports are kind of happening at once So um, thanks again for listening and we will talk to you guys next week.